0: Pyro, Seattle. It's time to get schooled with a professor, John Clayton.
1: And welcome to Schooled with a Professor. Of course, uh, Arizona Cardinals have been a big topic this year because making some of the most dramatic changes as far as their offense, going to the air raid offense with Cliff Kingsbury, drafting Kyler Murray, and helping us out here to kind of figure out where the Cardinals are. Ken Summer, columnist for the Arizona Republic, and of course, long time covering that team. I don't know, Ken, it's like, how do you kind of sum up this season, the first season of the air raid, the first season of Kyler Murray and the first season of Cliff Kingsbury?
0: Wow. Uh, It's been, it's been a a transition. Uh, It's been a learning curve for both Kingsbury and Kyler Murray, obviously. Um, You know, I think they knew going into the season, it would be difficult to you know, to contend or even have a, a a winning record, they'll never admit that, of course. But what they wanted to do was, you know, win a few more games than than last year when they went three and thirteen, and and even as important, be competitive throughout the season. You know, last year they were just getting pounded week after week after week, and and that led to Steve Wilks being fired after only one year. So from that standpoint, they they've been successful for the most part. You know, they the first game against Seattle they didn't play well they they got they got hammered pretty well early in that game and then they got blown out a few weeks ago against the Rams but other than that they they've been in pretty much every game
1: I guess I guess the big surprise uh, has been uh, how disappointing the defense has been. Take us through what's happening with the defense. I mean, I know that uh, Michael Bidwell was adamant about going back to a three-four look because the four-three with Steve Wilkes did not go. But how's this three-four defense look so far?
0: Not very good, <laughs> as you as you said, it's been the weak point all year long, giving up a, a ton of yards, a ton of points. You know, allowing teams to drive down the field and in critical situations, Vance Joseph, the coordinator, the the fired Broncos coach has, you know, been under some fire all season long, but it, it's really hard to judge the job he's doing because they, they have, you know, virtually almost no talent on that side of the ball or, you know, they have one elite player this season, Chandler Jones, who, you know, who has 15 sacks playing at elite level again, but it, it all started really, you know, this summer when they found out Patrick Peterson was going to be suspended the first six games for PEDs and uh, they're, you know, the one of their big free agent signings, tackled Darius Bylon, pulled a, you know, allegedly pulled a gun on some women at a strip club parking lot. So they cut him before he ever played a down. Uh, they've had trouble filling the other cornerback spot. It, it goes on and on and on. And, you know, d- d- it's a talent problem more than anything else, and it's it's something they've really got to address this off season if if they're going to get better next year.
1: It looks like they made one good signing in Jordan Hicks. It seems like he's done well at the inside linebacker position.
0: He's been very good. Really, really smart guy. Uh, runs really well. I mean, he, he's, he's been excellent, you know, and they need to add a few more of those type of guys. But, you know, he's always been good from his days with the Eagles. His problem has been staying healthy, uh, throughout his career. And he's done that this year. And, and, you know, he's, he's been a, a solid player. I should have mentioned him earlier, but otherwise there's a ton of youth on that side of the ball. I mean, there's, you know, University of Washington's, um, um, Byron Murphy has has played a lot. He looks like he's going to be a decent corner, but he's had some growing pains also. Buda Baker, you know, has been a solid player at safety, made made the Pro Bowl uh yesterday. But, you know, it's gonna take a while for that whole group to come together. And I think what we and to decide in this offseason, you know, do we keep the staff together or do we make yet another coordinator change? I, I think Vance Joseph will be back. I don't think they wanna you know, have a new coordinator and a new system will be the fourth different guy in four years. And, you know, they're not going to get anywhere to, by continuing to make coaching changes.
1: No, that's for sure. I mean, that gets you more in trouble than anything else. Uh, what about uh, the first season for Kyler Murray? Seems like uh, he's not that he's lived up to expectations, but it looks like he's going to be pretty good.
0: Yeah, he I, I, he is. I mean, he, he is an incredible arm and, uh, and is very... Accurate. I, I thought he would run the ball more than he has. Um, last week they did use him on some read options and he kept and had a couple of big runs, um, uh, against the Browns. But yeah, he's, he's going to be a terrific player that definitely somebody they could build around. I was critical of the move. I thought, you know, they should have, you know, uh, uh, you know, gone a different direction and kept Josh Rosen. But, you know, I've been proven wrong about that. Kyler Murray is going to be a really nice player and, and Cliff Kingsbury's proven, you know, he can coordinate an offense at the NFL level. He's He's been flexible. He's adjusted. Um, you know, th- the thing they need on offense is a downfield threat. You know, from a passing game standpoint, it's more of a short game, more of a lateral game. They don't and can't attack downfield very much because they just don't have that kind of receiver yet. But, yeah, Kyler Murray's terrific. He's been healthy all year. Um He's learned from his mistakes. He bounced back last week against the Browns. Played really well after, you know, probably two of his worst games in uh, in the weeks before.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, what? It seems like there's been an evolution than anybody expected with the offense because with Cliff Kingsbury. In fact, I don't know. Give us a review of Cliff Kingsbury's first year.
0: Yeah. It, it, you know, he he hasn't come in and and, and really. Saying, hey, I'm, I'm, this is my offense and, you know, and I'm not going to change anything. And in fact, just the opposite, you know, at at the start of the season, it was really a lot more spread than it is now. You saw a lot more, you know, four wide receivers in a game. Over time, he's adjusted. He's incorporated the tight ends more, um, not only into the passing game, but I think he's realized he needs those guys to be able to run the ball uh, in the NFL. So he, he's listened to some veteran coaches on his staff, you know, offensive line coach, Sean Kugler, who is with the Steelers for a long time, well-respected around the league. So I, I've been impressed that, that Kingsbury has acknowledged, you know, that he doesn't know everything and, you know, in it, but in turn, he's proven that elements of his offense can work at this level. You know, they, they run plays at a fast tempo, uh, Kyler Murray, there's a lot on his shoulders. He's allowed to change plays anytime he wants. Um, he changes routes on the fly to receivers. You'll see him sig- signaling to them a lot of times, um, before snaps. Uh, but it's, it's been different. You know, we, David Johnson at running back, you know, really struggled the first half of the season. He's been almost benched now for Kenyon Drake, who they got at the trade deadline from miami and and Kenyon drake's been really good and looks like he's the the running back of the future so you know kingsbury hasn't been afraid to make the tough decisions either and to you know effectively bench one of the one of their highest paid players so yeah kingsbury has, has proven he can coordinate an offense now can he you know coach an entire team to a winning record and into the playoffs that obviously remains to be seen
1: yeah, of course, that's a big thing. It's like, uh, you know, the question was how David Johnson was going to be able to fit into this offense, and what is it about it? Because he's a $13 million back. He was one of the better backs in the league before he started getting some injuries. But why hasn't he been able to fit into this offense? A
0: lot of, a lot of theories. You know, it's. Uh, I think, one, he, he just doesn't look mentally like the same player that he used to be, as confident or as tough Uh, or as fast, um, you know, we, we haven't seen sort of the, the, his, his signature move, the jump cut after, you know, after he clears the line of scrimmage, we haven't seen that in a long, long time. I don't know if it's, you know, he got paid. I don't know if it's, you know, his, his wife has said, you know, she would like to see him retire sooner rather than later. I don't know if it's that I've talked to some football people within the league who think it's a scheme problem that, that he's more effective. In a, in a power scheme that, you know, that Bruce Arians ran while he was here that, that he's a north-south runner and, and not great laterally. And, the, and this offense, you know, you have to be more of that lateral, lateral runner than, than he's used to in the past. And it's going to be fascinating to watch his story in the, in the offseason because he's, he has a $10 million, you know, salary next year and a, and a high cap price. And it's going to be difficult to, to trade him and or, and or cut him, but it sure likes, looks like they're moving on from him.
1: Yeah, you'd have to think so. Uh, how, now, how would you say that the Kingsbury's adjusted to the running game? Because, I mean, the air raid for most in college is more of a passing offense and limitations on the run. It looks like there is more of a commitment that he's bringing to the league with running the football. But where would you kind of put it in perspective to other teams?
0: Yeah, and, and, and you know, he told us that throughout the, the summer and, and the training camp that, hey, it's a misnomer that I'm just going to, you know, that the error rate is, we're just going to go out and chuck the ball 50 times a game. It's not going to be that. And and he's lived up to his word. He he wants to run the ball. You you can tell. Now, it's not going to be run heavy. He still loves the pass, but um, yeah, and, you know, as I said earlier, he's, he's, you know, sort of morphed his offense into more of an NFL, traditional NFL look, at least in terms of Using tight ends as blockers. I mean, last week against the Browns, there were a couple of times he had three tight ends in the game, um, and they ran the ball effectively out of that. I, you know, it, I'm a little surprised that 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 he hasn't had Kyler Murray run the ball more on on read options and or other design quarterback runs. This isn't you know Lamar Jackson at all. You know, uh, Murray is definitely a throw first quarterback, but. He was able to get to the edge last week against the Browns, cracked off a couple of of big runs and he's, you know, for a small guy, he's smart about getting down but yeah I, I think kingsbury is if he didn't know it already he's come to realize he, you have to run the ball at least at some point in in nfl games
1: yeah no question and so and then of course we look at the wide receivers how they fit because the one thing i noticed particularly you know early in the season watching uh the offense is that uh, it's a lot like the run and shoot in the sense that your best receivers are slot guys
0: yeah yeah, it's you know Larry Fitzgerald is still playing at a at a high level, but you know in his 16th year here, he's not what he used to be. They will throw it downfield to him occasionally. Murray really trusts him and and, and knows you know hey, I can throw it to the guy when he's covered. Christian Kirk has been a, a productive player this year. Banged up a little bit at, at midseason. He's healthy now, but. They they just don't have the downfield threat. You know, they were hoping Andy Isabella, their second round pick, was going to be that. He's been a disappointment. Has trouble getting on the field for you know really more than any you know than than an occasional end around. He's had one big game this year, so it's it's a position they really need to address in the off season. As I said, they really have to work. To, to move the ball and to score. It's not a team that gets huge chunks of yardage. You know, usually that's how the game goes. And that's, that's sort of what I expect on, on Sunday from, you know, the Seahawks and, and the Cardinals trying to go in there and, and move and score the ball. I think it's going to be really tough for him.
1: Mm-hmm. What, uh, how the fans reacted, because I know that was a big thing that Michael Bidwell was thinking about when he made the coaching change is that uh, the fans just weren't showing up. And uh, he was concerned about that. Have the fans embraced the Kyler Murray uh movement and the offense
0: yeah definitely you know, I think fans love Kyler Murray I think they like Cliff Kingsbury a lot they're intrigued by it the two guys here who have caught heat for the four nine and one record are Vance Joseph defensive coordinator and really probably number one is general manager Steve Keim you know that's who fans blame for putting the Cardinals in this position, and it's, and, and, and you can't blame them. This team hasn't been over 500 in four years at, at any point during a season. Have they? They have not been over 500, and they, these these people have put up with a lot of losing, a lot of bad first round draft picks from, you know Robert Comdicti to Hassan Redick to you know, uh, you know Jonathan Cooper, his very first one. So. You know, they, they've about had it with Steve Kime. but he's, he's very tight with Michael Bidwell. <clears throat> he did have success early in his run as general manager. I think they'll bring, have another year, give him another year to try and fix this, to bring him out of this and, and, you know, and see what year two looks like with Kyler Murray and Cliff
1: Kingsbury. No, oh, no question. So that that'll be one to, to kind of follow in the off season to see if there's going to be any change. Uh, what do you see as far as some of their priorities for uh, drafting and what they need to add? Obviously, so much of it's going to be on defense.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could look at pretty much every level on, on defense. Uh, they, they don't really have an impact defensive lineman that, you know, that's, That that's a huge priority. They could use another outside linebacker to pair with with uh, Chandler Jones. You know, Terrell Suggs was supposed to be that. He played well the first half of the season. Then his productivity dropped over the last six games. wasn't practicing very much, so they put him on waivers this week, and he was picked up by Kansas City. They could use you know some uh, some help in the secondary for sure. On offense, you know, I think they could use an impact receiver. Um, They they really need to be able to get downfield. You know, a C.D. Lamb or a Judy in the first round, the kid from Alabama, would would look great. They're probably going to need a left tackle. D.J. Humphreys is in the last year of his contract. He's probably going to command a a, a pretty nice payday uh, on the open market. I don't know if the Cardinals will want to get into that bidding war. So, yeah, I, I would think those are most... Of, of, of their needs, but you're you're right, John. I mean, it's it's pretty, they need to address this defense with with almost all the resources they have in this offseason.
1: Talk about the development of Byron Murphy. How's he looked? Because I guess, you know, early they almost had to ask him to do almost too much because, uh, you know, with Patrick Peterson being out for six weeks, you know, he had to do just about everything.
0: Yeah, and, and he's been very good. You know, he, he's, he's gone through some rookie Growing pains. There are lots of times he's been beaten, but you're you're right. He was forced into a difficult situation and really playing more early than he probably should have. Uh, he struggles a bit in coverage at at times, um, but he's an excellent tackler, a really really good tackler. And I you know I could see down the road maybe they look at moving him to safety.
1: Interesting. Buda Baker's obviously started out as a great special teams player and has become uh, now a Pro Bowl safety. Talk about his evolution.
0: Yeah, really a smart player. And, and you know, it, it, he just gets better and better with with each year. And I think Vance Joseph is starting to discover how to use him a little bit. They're they're playing him a little bit like they used to play with Tyron Matthew. You know, moving him all over. You'll see, you know, Buddha defending in the slot occasionally. You'll see him blitz occasionally. Uh, A a very good tackler. I think they would like to see him make more plays on the ball, you know, and, and come up with some additional interceptions. But he's been, he's been a very steady player on a, on a defense that just hasn't had enough of those guys this year
1: yeah and kind of summing it up right now of course uh cardinals coming in for week 16 to seattle to play the seahawks uh last week they were able to get a decisive victory over cleveland 38 to 24 could that build build some momentum and confidence going into this uh, game against the seahawks
0: yeah it, it definitely makes them more confident i mean it was their most complete game of, of the season you know they've they, they got out to a, a an early lead which they've done at times this year the difference was last week they held on to that lead they, they didn't give it all back um, which is was their mo through the first half of the season I, I I think so I think it's a group that realizes look if we don't you know, Kill ourselves. We can we can be in these games now. I don't think they're fooling themselves, and the rest of us shouldn't be fooled into thinking, you know, they're going to go into Seattle and win, or that they're going to go into the Coliseum next week and beat the Ram, you know, the Rams in the the season finale. But you know, I think they they hey, you know, they're they're confident in the fact. Look, if we if we stick to this game plan, if we play offense like we can, if Kyler Murray's not taking 15 yard sacks, which is you know been a problem this year. We can we can move the ball against almost anybody. Um, and defensively, you know, they they just need to with the lack of talent, they just need to shore up and and not make the mental errors that they were making early in the, early in the season, but it's it's going to be a tough task in Seattle on on Sunday for sure.
1: Well, the good task is I'll be looking forward to seeing you cuz I'm assuming you're going to be coming up here for this one.
0: I am. I I do whatever I can to not miss a trip to Seattle.
1: I know because you, in fact, you always try to bring the wife and always make it a a, a good weekend. So I hope you get a chance to yeah, exactly, and get a chance to enjoy. One of my
0: favorite places.
1: I know it's the best. Hey, we look forward to seeing you on Sunday, and of course, Ken Summers joining us here on Schooled with the Professor. Thanks, John.